Welcome to the Mike Litton Experience Podcast. Mike has over 31 years experience in real estate, finance, and investing. He's passionate about being a father, a teacher, a realtor, an investor, and a leader. Everyone has a story, and our passion is to help them tell it. And now, introducing the host of the Mike Litton Experience, Mike Litton. Welcome to another edition of the Mike Litton Experience Podcast. This is Mike Time. So I've been in the real estate business for a little over 31 years, and I started off in the mortgage side. I started off in the mortgage side because I got turned down for the very first home loan I ever applied for. And one of the things that I learned was that I could do a better job, or I believed I could do a better job than that loan officer did because that loan officer did not lift a finger, did not return a phone call, did not help me at all when it came to trying to help me turn a no into a yes. So I got into the business. I got licensed with the Department of Real Estate in California in 1992, and I got into the mortgage business. The very first loan that I ever got approved had been turned down by eight other lenders. If we hadn't if we hadn't gotten that approved and funded when we did, two weeks later, they would have lost their dream home to foreclosure. That was very, very rewarding for me. Didn't matter what I made in terms of commission. It was the fact that I was able to get this done. What I also found out was if this loan officer that, that got me turned down, if this loan officer had given me the benefit of the doubt and spent an extra 15 minutes verifying what it was that I told him to be true, I would have been approved and I would have never, I don't think I would have ever gotten into this business. I just don't do real well with the word no. That very first loan that I did, I decided as an amateur, as a rookie, I decided that I wanted to process it myself, which was a huge mistake. I'll never do it again, but I wanted to learn that side of the business. I was super eager and I wanted to put everything that I had into this new job or this new profession. So I end up processing it myself. I'm on the phone with the underwriter, following up, following up, following up. We get the approval. The approval comes over and it goes directly to the manager of the mortgage company that I'm working with. Manager comes in and sits with me and she says, I've got really good news and I've got not so good news. I said, okay, what's the, what's the really good news, right? And she said, the loan's approved. Great, that's awesome. She said, the not so good news is you're not allowed to contact the underwriter ever again. That same underwriter two years later was trying to recruit me to another company, just so you know. So here's the deal about what I learned. I learned that you can take a no and turn it into a yes. And I ended up funding thousands and thousands and thousands of home loans and helping a lot of people realize the American dream. For them, the American dream was home ownership. And it needs to be again for a lot of, the, for a lot of our citizens here in the US. So here's what we need to make sure we do. We need to make sure that we get the information that will help them get their loans approved. We need to make sure that we get that information in the hands of the people who need it. And that is the citizens of the United States that are looking to buy a house. It may be people that have lost their house and are looking to buy again. So here's what I am working on. I'm currently working on a, on a book on home ownership. And in that book, we're gonna take you step by step by step through what to do with your credit. By the way, when my loan was turned down, my credit was perfect. There wasn't a single mark on my credit. I had no bad credit whatsoever. I just had a loan officer that was too lazy and did not, did not trust me or did not believe in me enough to actually verify what it was that, and took, take an extra 15 minutes to verify what it was that I had told him. 
So I actually ran into that loan officer years later and found out that he was doing about a tenth of the volume that I was doing that year. And he was super excited. It was his best year ever. I didn't say a thing. I just congratulated him, wished him a Merry Christmas, and moved on. I figured that if my dad was standing behind me, it's kind of the way I rate my conduct. If my dad's standing behind me, if he would say that he was proud of me after I reacted however it was that I reacted, in this case, I bit my tongue and didn't say anything. If my dad would have been proud of me, then that's the, that's the standard with which I try to react. I told my dad the story later, and by the way, he told me, I am proud of you, son. You did react the way that would make me proud. So here's the deal. If you're looking to apply for a home loan, we are here to help you. Okay, there are some fundamental things that we're going to put in this book. The book that's coming out is on homeownership. We're going to start writing. I've identified a ghostwriter and we're going to start writing in January of 2024. It's currently August of 2023 as I'm talking to you. So what we're going to do is we're going to step by step, we're going to put everything in there that you need to know about credit, everything you need to know about financing, everything you need to know about what to do if something happens and, and life throws you a curveball and you own a house and you sell it by short sale or you lose it to foreclosure or, or you end up doing a deed in lieu of foreclosure back to the bank. We'll talk about all these things in the book. So these are all potential remedies if you get into, into trouble, if, if you get into hot water financially. Bankruptcy, by the way, is also one. We're going to be talking about that too. One of the things we're going to be talking about with bankruptcy is specifically what you should do after you go bankrupt. One of the things just to note, and I know this isn't the subject of this podcast, but one of the things to note is after you go through Chapter 7 bankruptcy or Chapter 13 bankruptcy, you need to take your bankruptcy papers and you need to highlight them and send it with a cover letter and send them to all three bureaus, to Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax, because they are not, the credit bureaus do not work for you. The credit bureaus work for the creditors. And so you need to make sure the only person that's responsible for how your credit looks is you, according to the Federal, according to the Fair Credit Reporting Act. So make sure that you're proactive and make sure that you're responsible and make sure you're checking your credit report free every single year by contacting Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. But you send that in so that they can change all of those charge-offs and collections and all those ugly things that are dragging your credit score down. You can have all of that updated and changed to account included in bankruptcy, and it stops the bleeding on your FICO score. I hope you enjoyed this. This is, a, this is Mike Time, an episode of the Mike Litton Experience, and we'll see you, at the next, well, see you next time. We hope you enjoyed another episode of the Mike Litton Experience. If you did, do us a favor, smash that subscribe button, tell your friends, family, and coworkers about our program, and wherever you get your podcasts, please leave us a rating. It helps us to connect with quality people just like you. And that's a wrap. Another episode of the Mike Litton Experience in the books. Reach out to Mike on Instagram at Litton Realty. Want to meet with Mike? Check out calendly.com slash Rio 760.